0: from Dallas all the way to Shreveport just to spend time with her and cook her some red beans and rice. If anything, she left me with is to stay true to who you are. Never be ashamed of how you walk, talk, because that is going to be the key to your success. Chi, forever your memory lasts in all the heart of millions that you touch. I just miss your bubbly energy.
1: And I think about you all the time. You are a great friend. You are a good person. I miss you so much. We miss you, Chi
0: Chi. And I love you so much. I will always love you, Chi Chi. We love you, Chi Chi. Hey, I'm on Chi Chi forever.
1: Mary, I don't know about you, but I was audibly crying during towards the end of this segment, it built up and then I was audibly crying and I didn't even notice the glow stick moment until like second watch, but like, I didn't even need that. I, it was, it was, there was a catharsis, but also
2: like Jesus
1: Christ.
2: Yeah. I mean, I certainly was a question, a follow-up question I did have for you was, did you notice the glow stick moment? But, you know, cause I have a lot of thoughts in the glow stick moment and mm. et cetera. But what's interesting is, as well that was so wildly inauthentic, the actual Chi-Chi tribute was really beautiful. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I agree. I feel like it really built up. And like once, th- once you get Thorgy talking through tears, it's oh, over. My it's over. God,
1: it, No, no, it's yeah. all over. Uh, yeah. when she's like I miss you so much like I was there with her I was right there with her and I right? never met this person we had a whole Chi Chi Devane tribute episode over the summer and one of the things we kind of were grappling with is like we feel so sad and we've never met this person and I can't imagine the joy and beauty that Chi Chi as a person brought
2: into people she
1: knew's lives you know
2: right and, and you know when somebody dies like a lot of times you know every you know everybody kind of comes out of the woodwork to say all these amazing things about this person, you know, but while they were alive, you know, they had nothing to say about them. And I feel like it it seems to me like Chi Chi is that rare exception that when everybody says, oh, like everybody just loved Chi Chi where it was like that was actually true. Yeah. People weren't just saying that in a state of grief. Uh, and I I, you know, I it, it certainly I mean, any loss is a, is a loss, but I feel like Um, that kind of maybe makes it even more impactful is that there is just such a genuine love for Chi-Chi and you kind of, you know, it's like, and I feel that too and I don't know what to do about that love either, you know? Right, Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was really happy to see that they took such, like this went on for a few minutes. They Uh really, they didn't rush through this. It wasn't like an an Oscars in memoriam where you get, you know, like a a three second black and white picture, you Mm -hmm. know?
1: Yeah, no, uh, I'm happy they, they included it. I wasn't expecting it. Um, and I'm glad that they included it because, you know, in if you reflect on it, we we never got a moment from the show, really. I think I, I, we were talking before we started recording, but like maybe there was a, like a, a black screenshot or whatever during mm-hmm. All Stars about it. I don't remember.
2: I think that's what it was. I feel like there was some kind of just like, yeah, there was just like a, a title card or whatever. Um, with that same image uh, that they use at the end of the tribute here. Because I was like, oh, I've seen that before. Mm. So uh, it was nice to see that they actually like took the time you know, to to give this the moment it deserved. Sure. And
1: it can always be longer, right? But, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay.
2: Oh, sure. I could have done a whole episode of mm-hmm. just talking to different queens about Chi-Chi, you know, about their experiences off the show, on the show. Uh, I would have been fine with all that. I mean... I would have loved to get a little more tea on Chi-Chi's USB. That's all I'm saying. Oh,
1: the USB. Yeah, that's going in yeah. the uh, the the drag time race capsule. Uh, time capsule. Yes. Yeah.
0: The USB.
2: For anyone who doesn't know, infamously Chi-Chi had a USB um, drive full of porn that she brought with her when they filmed season eight, and I guess it was passing it around to the <laughs> girls to get them get them through the competition. And I mean. Uh, I can understand why everybody loves Chi Chi. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That checks out. Well,
1: what a way to also, like, what a topic to bond with people over. I don't know. I think that's cool. I don't know. I think that's cool.
2: (laughs) Right. It's like, so open the third folder and then scroll like three rows down. Yeah, that one. Yep, that (laughs) one. Like, uh, yeah, I love that.
1: Oh man. Yeah, there's like a whole folder that's like amateur. You know, I, oh, I just yeah. imagine what it is. Uh but we yeah. won't we won't get too stuck in the mud here. Um <laughs> With USB, yeah. so to speak. Right. Um, yeah, it's
2: like as, we're, as we're, mem- we're memorializing Chi-Chi, it's like, yeah, what kind of dirty, filthy porn do you think that USB drive had? It's like, oh, God. Uh, All right. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right,
2: Mary. Yeah. Yes. All right, Mary.
1: No, the Chi-Chi tribute was uh, beautiful. It was certainly a high point in this finale. Um, yeah. Not that there weren't other ones, but uh, there's a lot of nuance in the finale that I think we're ready to talk about. But in terms of like a segment, one that I thought was important and and cool was the, uh, including this tribute.
2: I agree. I agree. I think it was a, certainly a high point. And as I said earlier, I think one of the more authentic moments in what I would consider one of the most surreal episodes of Drag Race I've ever seen.
1: Sure. There was this surreal quality to the episode, to the finale, to ending this season. Um Just a quick question about the tribute. I feel like, was it last finale or was it season 11's finale? That there was some sort of heartfelt segment as well.
2: Ooh, I mean... I would have to imagine there was some kind of heartfelt segment in the last finale just because we were in the midst of things. Mm. Um, the midst of things. Like, what an understatement. But we all know what that means. Uh, it, I don't know. It's season 11, that was uh, – I was in high school when that came out, <laughs> I think. So I can't remember what happened.
1: It was Evie. Uh, it was yeah. Evie. Um, Evie's crown. I Yeah, I – Maybe Marius can chime in and remind me before I go and watch those two finales. But I feel like there was another heartfelt segment. Um, Mm. And I don't know. I feel like it is appropriate to have that type of heart in a finale, right? You should do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm thinking of, Mary? What? The producer that died. Was that All-Star 6? Or was that season um, 12?
2: I think that was season 12. I think her name was Jacqueline Wilson. Yes. I think her name was. Yes. I think it was then. Because I remember that. I remember like the picture of her holding the Emmy. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure that was season 12. Because okay. they didn't—they don't really do a finale for All Stars. It's all just within the season. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right. Okay. So then maybe that what thats what I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. Of. It's all oh. coming back to—get back to me now, Celine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Totally.
1: Uh, well, let's talk about this surreal life finale. Um, but before we do, tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they
2: are of course listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All right, Mary which is, of course, our beady-beady little podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queenie, campy, and queer.
1: I'm Johnny, and coins for everybody. Coins for everybody.
2: And I'm Colin, and I just want to tell everyone watching, never, ever stop working, and never give up.
1: Thanks, Mary. Thanks for reminding me of that.
2: Yeah, I just I wasn't sure if you had forgotten, and I just wanted to remind you, um, don't ever for any reason, stop for anything.
1: What are your thoughts on
2: this? I mean, I just, I think that moment, I I know I have kind of been riding Rosé's ass all season and not in a nice way. And I know that this is really just, you know, spitting on the wound. But I, the reason I call out that moment, because anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, this is what Rosé said at before she uh, sashayed away. And I think it was like, how incredibly kind of inauthentic that sounded. It was the moment it really sunk in for me that like, oh, none of this is real. Mm. None of this is real. Not that it's all not. Sorry. I'm not trying to say it's rigged or, or it's not. I'm just saying all of this was produced as if we were, I mean, this to me was the ultimate hunger games moment of RuPaul's drag race. Like, the fake live audience and the piped in like you know cheer track and all of it it was just like this is not real and so the the, the show is saying that. everything's
1: fine everything's fine but behind the scenes it's like Ugh.
2: well you're thinking about like okay here's what they're showing me but then like what's the reality the reality is RuPaul and Rose standing alone on a stage and it's silent and they're filming these, this moment they have to film. Mm-hmm. This that they're then gonna cobble together later with pre-recorded reaction shots from some, you know, uh parking lot. Uh yes. it's like, okay, here, let's show, let's show people clapping here, here, let's show somebody waving a sign for Rose here. And and that I mean, I appreciate that it was creating kind of like a live show feel, but I just felt like how stupid do you think we are? Like, this is, like, also, like, watching an infomercial and watching people ooh and ah at, like, you know, emerald air frying things. You know what I mean? Like, this is—I <laughs> just—I couldn't—I'm I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm, this was so fucking awful. It was so weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was yes. just so fucking weird. They paved paradise and put Jada in a parking lot. Ooh,
1: bob, Thank bob,
2: you. Bob, bob. Yes. Yeah, and and yeah. Ooh, ooh, bubbly bounce, bounce, bounce.
1: Because oh yeah, ooh, was bubbly, 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 bounce, bounce, bounce. Yes.
2: Yeah, she was there as the bubbly bounce brand ambassador. Like, <laughs> well, Jada I gotta had, say, Jada, it's not it, fair.
1: I mean, it was not no nothing about Jada's reign is fair, and the fact that it ended with her in a dark, poorly lit
2: parking lot.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. I was like, "This is this is like the opening of a movie where somebody gets attacked in a parking lot. Like this is." <laughs> and Jada, I get in that car and get out of here, girl. I mean, oh seriously, Jada, <laughs> you want to bubbly bounce out of here as soon as possible? Jada
1: should have been like, "Look over there and ran."
2: <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Like, fuck this gig, you know. Oh uh, no, she's got to play the
1: game, and I, you know, with and all she did for her because you know what. I gotta say, the Oscar goes to Jada Essence Hall responding to RuPaul's question of, How was your rain this year? I'm sorry. It was a brilliant
2: answer. Yeah. She, yes, <laughs> she had I fe- All of the muck. <laughs> yeah. It was like, How was your rain? It was like, I, I just wanted Ru to, like, Jada to look at her and go, How the fuck do you think <laughs> it was? What do you think, Miss Paul? you <laughs> yeah i like you
1: you know why what, are you talking jada, <laughs> why, are you ta- why are you talking jada <laughs> jada's response i mean you saw it you saw the underbelly
2: when she was mm-hmm. like you know
1: when i was able to travel like oh. i was like oh girl
2: oh, we, oh i just feel it terrible was- It was like watching a baby deer on the ice. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa,
1: whoa, What's going to happen? Where's this going? Where's this going? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where's its mom? Yeah. I just. um, Brilliant answer. So well handled and professional as fuck. She looked phenomenal. Both looks, right? Even though Mm -hmm. the first one was terribly lit. Um, You know, to respond to your, this like surreal, this was a weird finale. Yes. I think that just goes without saying. I, I, it, it's a lot like I've been watching tennis uh, this year, and tennis has been kind of stumbling back into being real. And there were some matches that I would watch on TV, some tournaments where there was no crowd, right? And it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was odd. It was uh, dark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no line judges. Like, it was just weird. And then then they did, I think for the U.S. Open, they, like, pipe in, like, a virtual crowd that's watching at home. It's obviously edited together. And I think even the French Open, like, put a, a laugh track or a, a, a an applause track on court and in the TV station. Oh,
2: my station. God.
0: But oh, Mary,
1: wow. but I will say it helped the experience. I, at, at some point, it did. The first time, first few times, I was like, oh, God, this is so weird. But then it it, it really just kind of helped the experience. It felt like a soothing balm, in a way, of like, okay, they're trying. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like with this finale, yes, they paved Paradise and put Jade in a parking lot, but though whether those people were actually watching the show or not, I, I have to believe that they were watching footage of something so like
2: (laughs) like you know it was like especially like during the ball where i was like okay well there's like an hour in between each of these minimum maybe two hours for each of them to then get into their next look and so it was like that was those moments of like they're not watching anything like they're they're not
1: were but they spread it out
2: right i uh, here's the thing though I kept thinking, okay, there's all these people in the parking lot, but then, you know, who's, who's, the, who's the fagotron in the condo across the way with his binoculars going, girl, I think I know who won, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I feel like they had security for that um, and were able to kind of stop that. But I hear you. I do hear you. That could be a reality. Who knows?
2: Um, I am fully convinced that it was – this, you know, as if, you know, a, a casting opportunity for a bunch of people to, to show up, mm. bring signs, wear a mask, be in your car, and then we're going to film like all these reactions. And it, that was like, is a gig. It was like a gig they did. And I don't think they were watching anything.
1: I, Mary, you very well could be right. And that, and I think that is an interesting narrative of this finale which actually makes it very interesting to watch and yeah. also okay to put the the wool over my eyes and just you know see glitter and sunshine right like a, mm-hmm. and for that i appreciate the effort i appreciate the drag of this finale because if you think about it they were doing the finale in drag the whole time the whole time the whole time and for yeah. that i'm kind of like Props to you, mama. You fucking did this. You finished this season. This probably was an impossible undertaking, and they did it. And there were only a few cracks, right? Like, you know how um, I think of WandaVision, and I know you haven't seen that show yet. I think of um, The Truman Show, and I know you haven't seen that movie yet. Mm. But, like, there's cracks in, in an act like that, and every now and then you see it, and you can either... Focus on it and then, you know, be like, it's a cookbook or you can just go on with the Twilight Zone and or, or the Matrix, if you will. And I think at some point, uh, you know, watch it twice. Right. Watch it once for mm-hmm. the enjoyment of the queens and the story that this show is telling. Uh, You know, obviously the theme for this finale was Friends, which, you know, not Elliot. Yeah. But uh um, Yeah. <laughs> Did you see yeah. that clip? Did you see that clip?
2: Yes, where they were watching the looks and then oh they were silent. When, yeah, Elliot oh. with no friends. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I, you know, you watch it with that fantasy and then, yeah, you can watch the, uh, the Hunger Games ensue and, and, and mm-hmm. see, who, see who is crowned the winner.
2: Yeah, and that's what, I'm not saying that, like, that's—and that is definitely it. Like, I agree. You can just, like, watch this and, and just enjoy the illusion the same way I can watch the Golden Girls and not care that there's a laugh track mm. or, you know, wonder if, if that's all live audience or whether it's a laugh track. I can just, like, let it go and enjoy the fantasy. I think—so I'm not saying, yeah, like, oh, this was so stupid. This was so awful. It was so weird. And, like, of a certain time, like, I just think, like, this is one of— like, this finale— I feel like five years from now, it's going to be this thing we talk about, the way we talk about like Jocelyn Fox, where it's like, oh God, the season 13 finale, that was a singular experience. That was so weird. They had the fake audience. Um, you know, its it just was so, I, I felt like, yeah, I felt like I was watching like the finale directed by David Lynch. Like it just. Wow. Yeah.
1: No, was, I totally you know? get that. There are so many moments in this finale that are like that for me. And I think we should talk about them. And I also just want to praise production for basically this also felt like we're doing all of this so the top four can have something of a good experience, right? So it almost Mm -hmm. felt like your parents couldn't afford Disney World, so they, they like, made up the garage to be, like, a Disney
2: World theme park. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And for that, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think that, like— you have to give some, you know, like some grace because, you know, you watch the Golden Globes, the Oscars are happening tonight. Um, you know, any other award oh, they shows, are? like how they've, oh yeah, I know they're happening tonight. Yeah. I don't uh, care.
1: I don't fucking care. Is that, is yeah. that, that's an unpopular opinion? I just don't care. I don't care what they're wearing. I don't, yeah, I don't care. I want Minari yeah. to win, and that's all I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, by the time this comes out, that may have happened. I don't think Minari will. Uh, I think Ouch. Nomadland will win Best Picture. Oh, Nomadland. Uh, I didn't
1: see it. I didn't see it. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was It was good. I think as I saw someone describe it, it was um, Francis McDormand playing Olive Kitteridge for the third time, uh, <laughs> which is so wildly accurate it hurts. Um, but um, <laughs>
0: it's so true.
2: All right. But it's like, you know, we've seen how all of these award shows have had to kind of deal with like, hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm working with what I got, you know, uh, and some of it more successful than others. And I think it'd be, yeah, kind of shitty to just be like, oh my God, Drag Race, this was so dumb. But it's like, what else did you want us to do? We literally can't have a live audience and we wanted to give that same experience. Yeah. Y'all bitched and moaned about the season 12, re- you know, finale. So right. we're trying to give you more of what you want oh, yeah. as much as we're allowed to. and. Yeah. So I get that. And overall, like, you know, I mean, they put on a show. There was a ball. There were interviews. There was guest videos. There was the Friends performance. Rue performed. I mean, they did what they could. I'll give them that.
1: You know what? If we're talking about alternatives, I'm just going into a flash sideways here. Since so many of the girls are still technically Wow Presents employees, I wonder... Couldn't they have just gotten them tested, quarantined a, a large crop of drag queens and had the drag queens and production be the audience?
2: I mean, Porkchop was able to be there, so I can't <laughs> see why the rest of them, why Denali couldn't be there, you know? I, You know, I maybe
1: it has to do with the laws in L.A. Uh, or not L.A., of California and capacity and such. But like if if they're all vaccinated or they're all being tested, you know, I don't know. like There is a flash sideways mm-hmm. here where they could have figured it out and whatever. It, it, there's always going to be, a, you could have done, there's always going to be that. And I think mm-hmm. they, I think they did okay, but I am interested in talking about the little moments in this finale that tickled me, but also the cracks and like, whoa, did that just happen?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would love to, start if you will with uh Rue's opening performance
1: I would love to start with Rue's opening performance but before we do we're gonna take a quick little break oh come on you knew that was gonna happen you knew that was wah, gonna
0: happen. Wah, wah.
2: <laughs> you know what I love what's that Mary I love therapy oh you love her Love her, need her.
1: Can't get enough of her, which is why we love BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. Tinder wishes. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is
2: as easy as ordering a pizza. And I do love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor at any time and actually get a response. And
1: if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy.
2: BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more.
1: There are so many people using BetterHelp right now, they've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need.
2: Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Mary. and that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash Mary. and again, that's H-E-L-P.
2: So I'll say this. The bitch loves the step touch. Mary, I feel like oh god. <laughs> I just I love the way Root dances so much. It's all shoulders and elbows. Mary,
1: if the dancers were silver and gold, RuPaul was rusty bronze.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. RuPaul was a was a penny in the penny in the fountain. I, I... Don't
1: cry, RuPaul, you'll rust. <laughs> yeah.
2: I oh my goodness, she was giving us le <laughs>
1: <laughs> She was giving us lament. No, I just feel like the this could have been also a Hello Dolly number, you know, with these mm-hmm. young sprites dancing around.
2: <laughs> right. This, this I and and she could have just sword. stayed on a tro- a trolley the whole time because <laughs> I just could have just been Rue on a sage bus, you know. But. Uh, <laughs>
1: She's getting her life on that bus, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> She's living I, that out, you know? She's living yeah. out her life,
2: yeah. I always, I always think about when I, was, when I was in the volleyball league and we, I was in the Pride Parade with them, and I was, like, so fucking jealous of the Sage bus because I was like, <laughs> you guys can just sit and you get a breeze. <laughs> I was so jealous. So oh, I always think about the Sage be. bus. Yes,
1: yeah. of course you would be. Now, I got to say, you know, I got to give it to RuPaul She's, you know, in her own finale <laughs> performing, doing the the hip thing and the arm wave. And uh-huh. you know, she she moved to the left when everybody else was moving to the she left. Did. She uh, did. It it did seem like she was listening to a song that was twice as slow, but you gotta give it mm. to her. She looked great. She's, you know, of a certain age and still looking phenomenal. So
2: Yeah, she looked great, and I was thinking, you know, at the end, she has that very, like, I'll give it to her. She was given a great, like, face at the end, at the end of the song, and I thought, oh, you know, Rue, I I think, we probably saw a bit of it in AJ and the Queen, but, like, Rue could do a killer park and bark, and that's what I would love to see. Like, the actress Rue Paul, I would love to see. I'm thinking of, in AJ and the Queen, I think... um, Maybe it's Have Yourself a Merry Little it Christmas. It is that one.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. Gorgeous. And
2: she's it's, – it's amazing. Like, the lip quivering. And I just thought, oh, I could really get into a RuPaul Park and Bark.
1: Ugh, for sure. Yeah, I – you know, I, we can we can throw shade at this number all we want. She's still doing it. Um, still doing it. Looks better than I do. You yeah, know? <laughs> you know, I will say the last kind of shade I'll throw is – I. I would I would believe it if somebody told me. Well, that was the RuPaul hologram, and these oh dancers were dancing. Around.
2: <laughs> like and it, and it, you know RuPaul wanted to say socially distanced, so this is exactly. a yeah a halu hol-a-ru, a halu RuGram oh fuck <laughs> no nope. a haru a haru Gram nah. mm, done working on that one yeah <laughs>
1: um nope.
2: yeah um Uh, yeah so uh,
1: the virtual rule rule no No, mary we're done and i'm gonna tell you why we're done um yeah so the opening number happens i and i think uh it starts off and i'm like
0: okay
2: (laughs) Mm. it's like yeah all right well okay this is yeah okay we're gonna start with this i you know i i don't know did she do uh, call me
1: mother before? She did that at a finale once.
2: She has performed at finales before. Yeah, I think well, it's but obviously she
1: did b- call me mother. That particular song because that is a lip sync that I think is very difficult and I feel like I've seen her do it.
2: Uh you know again, many years ago, uh RuPaul call me mother finale. Uh take me away Calbon Calbon Calbon. Uh Maybe the season nine reunion. There's a mother has arrived moment. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. It w- it's not that- oh, writing's not that easy. Sorry, Grammarly is just letting me know that writing's not that easy. Um, we got a ball. I, you know,
1: and I just got to say, I'm glad we get to see the top four show us how much money they still had to spend.
2: Um, I it- mean, Jesus Christ, this was an expensive looking.
1: Jeez, yeah, and I don't. I I feel like the only one that would really sew all this would be Got Mick.
2: I mean, I think Simone has you know the House of Avalon and Gigi Good's mom, Mrs. You know Sharon Good, to (laughs) who makes a lot of her stuff. So uh, I think a lot of this was Sharon's work. Okay, Uh, Roseanne probably has
1: money, right? And maybe made. I don't know if she made all of that. No, there's no way. Um,
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think she, I think, I would imagine that most of these, especially, you know, considering that it's the finale, most of these were designers they'd worked with. Sure.
1: Um, I will say the best look, I hope you agree, best look is Got Make's Eleganza.
2: The last one? Yes. I mean, that was, that was, I mean, I would say Got Make in general it was like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. This is like, this is like high drag. I mean, this is like the winner came
1: back from last season and it's got Mm. Nick, you know? Right.
2: Right. That's, that was the vibe I was getting of like, Oh, this is, this is like, you're giving me Violet Chachki vibes here, Mm -hmm. you know? Totally. Um, though I will say once I fully realized that Simone's red look was all those long fingernails, I was like, Oh, I kind of love that idea. Same. Same. Like I love, I love the concept of that and like the glamorizing of the long nails and like just, you know, Kind of spinning that narrative, I was like, "Okay, Simone, you're a clever cookie. I'll give you that." <laughs> she is clever cookie.
1: Um, <clears throat> I liked Rose's black and white look.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it seemed tough to move in, but you know, sure,
1: sure, that's fine. Um, yeah. Otherwise, the, yeah, I will say it was great. Candy, I thought, looked great from the bust up for her black and white look. I didn't love the bot the M of BLM.
2: Mm. <clears throat> yeah, it was like maybe the pen leaked, you know, <laughs> uh, as you're writing it. That, that, I yeah, I felt like Candy's, you know, uh, I think her red look, I think was maybe the most oh sure uh, successful, as they say. But I I didn't feel like the others. Something just seemed a little off, you know. Uh, yeah, again, yeah. looked better than I would. But <clears throat> if you want my opinion, uh,
0: it was
1: uh, it was interesting that they gave us a ball. I I like that they gave us a ball and. I have to go back to how much money are you making these girls spend? So, like, that's the other... That that would be my only issue with it, is, like, oh, is this worth it? Was this really... Ne- they also had a, mm-hmm. a red carpet look, Mary, that they had to come in. So we're talking, like, four, five, six looks, maybe, for this finale, which, you yeah. know, I get it. It's a pageant of sorts. You have to be prepared, but, you know, RuPaul doesn't want to see any fucking H&M,
2: so... Right, and they're it all not kind of the
1: gigs. I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Rose is selling raps on Facebook, so <laughs> I think I think we have our answer there. Um, but I mean, it also obviously, you know, I'm sure you read that Vice article about how expensive yes. drag race is. Yeah. So there's like that lens too of like, yeah, that is like, that is becoming an in- an inevitability that like, you know, I think even like in that article, Bob had said like. On you know season eight, I think he said he spent like two thousand bucks, but it was like if I came back for like a you know another season now, I'd probably spend ten to twenty thousand dollars. Of course, yeah. and like that's just that's the expectation now, and um you know, and even for a queen like you know Evie, who's like making most of her looks and like not spending that much money, like. Ultimately, there are still the, you know, a few looks that on their own cost $2,000, you know, and when it comes to the finale in particular, like the finale could cost a queen more than the entire season cost her, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, completely. And you think about like Brooklyn Heights in that season, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Heights certainly got to the top and then got her own TV show. And I can't help but think like the money helped her get there, you know?
2: You know, I mean, I, I think uh, as much as we've said that the runways don't matter, the runways also I think in the competition certainly, but they the where they do matter is like they become a reflection of a queen's reputation. They become a reflection of a queen's talent, um, mm, brand, and and yeah, and brand, and like not a reflection of a queen's you know economic status, for example. Sure, sure,
1: yeah. It uh, if if I took anything away from the ball besides how gorgeous. They all looked, and how amazing, you know, kind of like oh wow, experience of Got Mix Eleganza look was. Um, mm. I think I saw on Twitter somebody brilliantly related it to uh, this X Men villain Sinister, and I was like, oh that's it, oh that's brilliant. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I that for me was was the look of the night by far. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. I um. Yeah, I would yeah, I would say so. I feel like uh all of got mixed looks. Like I really I liked the red look. I loved the Keith Haring of it all. Like I there was just something so uh all of the looks were so elevated. I felt like actually really each of the runways was really representative of how they've represented themselves throughout the season. Like I think this was consistent with uh mixed kind of elevated drag and take on drag and I felt mm. like Simone's was consistent with her cleverness and and uh, with her ideas and with her like point of view in all of her looks, and you know, I I think you know on maybe more of the not as positive side, I feel like each of Rose's looks, I felt like hmm, something is a little you're, bit you're a little right. bit off. You're
1: right, you're right. I I except for the black and white look, which is why I highlighted that one, but mm-hmm. the 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 roots look, there's something. Just not completely there for me. It something yeah. was off, and I was it was it the shape? I don't know. It was just not all correct.
2: Yeah, it just something felt off, and and I I I don't. I just wasn't really a big fan of her last look, but I'm not saying it was bad. It just wasn't yeah. for me. Yeah. Um And Candies, I just I felt like there was a sense of like. I guess what I would say is like there were elements of certainly like her black and white look and her last look where I was like so you didn't see that issue like when you put all this on you didn't see a problem with that or you didn't see how that wasn't working you know what I'm saying like there's I just feel like whereas Simone seemed I think Simone is aware of where every nuance is and like Mm. how they all work it just seems like there's still that sense of like Candy really like refining it and like kind of refining like the intention of her looks and I feel like we saw that in her performances as well of like you know yeah, be fierce, be stunning, but I also want to know that you're in control of this performance. You sure, know?
1: sure. No, that's very interesting. Uh, a good read on the top four there. Um, I We have the interviews next, and I don't have much to say about these fairly scripted interviews, particularly the script her parents uh, got mixed parents were reading from. Um, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Got mom and got dad. <laughs> yes, yeah, got
1: dad. Uh, but, you know, I think got dad even stumbled on a phrase and, you know, went back in the teleprompter or whatever it was. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I, I was like, well, I appreciate that they wanted to say the right thing. But I was like, oh, I can hear the scripting. I just want to hear what you have to say, you know.
1: So if we're going to find a Mockingjay in this Hunger Games finale, I have to say it was Mick, And we heard it whenever he was talking to RuPaul. Because, oh. I, and here are my examples, right? RuPaul says, I didn't expect to love you this much. And Gottmick goes, kind of rude, but I love it.
2: <laughs> oh, that was such a moment. I was like, wow. I love that. Kind of rude, but I love that. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> it was there literally was... like
1: a what's her face an Ellen moment, you know? Um. What I can't oh, remember. Dakota Johnson. Yes, Dakota yeah. Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. that
2: kind of felt like to me. I know, <laughs> and and she didn't seem nervous at no, all. she no. was in, in total control of herself in this moment. It was so good.
1: Oh God! And then when she's like, "How's it going to feel to send those bitches home?" Correct. There's this yeah
2: this uh, resistance in that answer. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I. I just. Yeah. I felt like. I in that moment I realized how much I had underestimated Got Mick early in the season. It was like, oh, you are, mm. you know exactly what you're doing here. Oh, you're honey. great. Like it's yeah, definitely a Mockingjay moment. She held some fingers up at that moment.
1: And yes, and then when Got Mick is sent home, here is the final like, when you hold up your three fingers, mm-hmm. Got Mick says, "My whole life I was told I couldn't do drag, let alone be on this show." And now I'm standing with you on the main stage in the top 4 so I could not be prouder.
2: Oh. <laughs> wow. Gaga Trandra <laughs> <Wow>. indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. And RuPaul's gotcha. response.
1: Yeah, gotcha, gal. RuPaul's gotcha, response. <laughs> now, sashay away. It's just yeah. this like and and let's let's just twist the paradigm. I also believe that because this is a script, in a way, that the show is like, we are going to do all we can, all we can mm-hmm. to right some wrongs.
2: And, and by-shift the narrative, in the exactly. way that people talk about this show and the PR of it. Yeah. And by having got Mick
1: not just say it in his confessionals or on her runways, but. To RuPaul's face, I think is, and RuPaul probably is okay with it. I don't think RuPaul's necessarily upset about it, but there is this sticking it to the man in a way mm-hmm. that I just mm-hmm. was like, here we are. Here we fucking are. Like, and I'm still waiting for somebody to call out RuPaul for mispronouncing Angela Nong's name. Right? Like I'm still waiting for that. Oh but yeah. Maybe that will uh. happen. I don't know. Pangina will bring it up. I don't know.
2: <laughs> right when Pangina's on all, on international all stars. Hey babe. Yeah.
1: Hey babe. I just, hey babe, just want babe. you to know babe. it's yeah. it, it's Angela, not on delay. And your producers did you dirty. Yeah.
2: Don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant.
1: That is that is the tote bag. <laughs> yeah. Don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Don't Don't be ignorant. Don't (laughs)
2: be ignorant. With a line drawing of Pangina's face. Uh.
1: Oh, God. Sell it. Sell it. Sooner or later, you're going to have to sell it. Um, Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's the truth. So, okay. So, there's many other moments in these interviews. uh, But the ones I want to kind of talk about I loved when RuPaul said, Candy Muse, you are one beautiful bitch.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I also loved when. When Candy was like fully feeling her oats, and she's like, "Cause baby, I'm good. I know I'm good." And RuPaul says, "Yes, you are good. Now you've also had your ups and downs."
1: <laughs> like that's like a shade moment for sure. That's a yeah, record scratch,
0: right?
2: And Candy was like, "Oh, okay. I guess that maybe that might be true. I'm sure you have a clip." <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> you also had your ups and downs. Like, you are sh- good.
2: I noticed that too.
1: That was like whoop. Yeah.
2: I mean, RuPaul was so like varying on the Queen. RuPaul was certainly very engaged with Got Mick. I, I was less engaged with Candy than I expected. It was as if RuPaul was like, "Oh God, I'm trying to remember. What, mm. I didn't watch like it, RuPaul didn't watch the season. Like that right. was that was what I, that was the context." Whether or not that's true, that was just the context I gave while watching this interview, which made it way more inter- entertaining of RuPaul yes, being right, like,
1: right, right. Now, how did you I, get here? <laughs>
2: how did, yeah. Now, how is Candy Muse in the top four? And you're like, Really? What happened?
1: No, 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 really.
2: Really? No, really? I, I thought I said, If you, you could home. just, right. I, if you could just remind me. So, like, first was, Oh, what was the one with the Bob Mackey dresses? Who was she? Okay. Just, if you could right, remind right. me of everything that happened? Yeah.
1: Kamora Simmons, RuPaul. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay Uh, cut take that again Uh, yeah rupaul
2: no um yeah like that's i mean because this was all so surreal and so fake i just had to keep in like putting more lenses on it to like i don't know make it settle somewhere like i love the mm. idea that rupaul has no memory of what they did (laughs) during season 13
1: now candy muse
2: muse (laughs) I was told to say candy producer muse. I know what we've, does that we've mean. had a hoe,
1: a candy hoe. You're not candy hoe though, right? <laughs> You're not candy hoe. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a husband, right? You don't,
2: yeah, you don't have a house. Yeah. <laughs> right, you in the right, house about right. that doesn't sound a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: Um, uh, so then we have the interview with Rosé. I, I want to hear your take on all of it, but I will say. If it, was, if it was a scripted moment, I don't care. But for RuPaul to be like, I can only say Lawrence Cheney, can you teach me how to say something else? And for the punchline to be, Ella Diamond, is the biggest inside amazing joke. It tickled yeah. me so much. Because if you weren't it, watching UK, like a lot of fans weren't, had no idea what that joke was about.
2: And I mean, yes, I would say this is one of Rosé's best moments of the season and was the perfect response. And if like if you were like really invested in in Drag Race UK season two, the idea because this came up yeah. where like RuPaul kept saying Lawrence Cheney, but was never saying, you know, Ellie calls RuPaul yes! out for never saying Ellie Diamond. And now here is Rosé, <laughs> also fourth place of the top four, redeeming her fellow 2020 uh, for 2021 fourth place queen
1: girl um, girl th- that's in the this tea. moment that is the yeah. tea yeah because i and you know both scottish right so both like there scottish. is that connection um i, I love it I, I appreciate it because i remember when that happened we were like oh shit she calls out rupaul and it's like rupaul's reaction was like you're not really supposed to do that she's like, well you know i right. you know I, I just don't it was this moment of like oops and they kept it in
2: <laughs> yeah and it's like, oh, the, the kids are, you know, they're snapping back. And it, mm. it was, that was a great moment. I, um, I'll give Rosé that, you know. And well, then Ru- RuPaul was like, yeah, well, but how about that ankle? You know, <laughs> shade rattle.
1: Right, right. That like, right. you know, the, the backstory is that RuPaul like
2: hit her really hard with a cane, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was some kind of like dance rehearsal for the finale. And it was like, oops.
1: Yeah, she put down she put down some pearls.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, she must have went down.
2: Mm. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, oh. Tough break. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, anyway, so, we're on so a we're on a tight schedule. <laughs>
1: what do you think about Rose being injured? Uh, a friend of mine texted me, like, what's with that rigor morris? Is Rose injured? Why did they bring it up?
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm assuming, this is something that I would assume was real and was unfortunate, Mm -hmm. because it's like, why, if it was fake, why would Rosé go along with this? Sure. You know? Like, why would, why this doesn't benefit Rosé in any way, Uh, but it did feel like the Act One ankle, where I was like, oh boy, we got a Madame Mm -hmm. Laqueur on her hands, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know? She's worried about (laughs) her ankle. It could go clique, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it is interesting that they brought it up. It must have been a thing, and but if it if it was like months ago cuz that's what she said like you know a few months ago i had mm. a really really bad sprained ankle it it just seems to me like i i don't know why they brought it up i just there's got to be a reason why from that whole interview they they scripted that part in for RuPaul yeah. to ask about it that's when true. nobody if it knew was about months
2: it ago. right and if it was months ago then uh i would imagine and and from what it seemed like from her lip sync it wasn't really She wasn't Eureka O'Hara on the crutches, Mm -mm. you know, in the Kardashian musical. So, uh, maybe it was less of a thing than it, you know, there was less there there than they were making it out to be, you know.
1: Yeah, it's certainly it was different than an Evie oddly. I have you know a bad ankle, and you know, right? uh, What's her face? Uh, dancing queen oh my god i'm getting so old Alyssa edwards puts her on the you know the hay barn and makes her oh right um Mm -hmm. rosé rosé's storyline wasn't she overcame the sprained ankle because rupaul was like oh good that's the answer i wanted to hear right when she's like Mm -hmm. oh of course i wouldn't miss it um I, i yeah i just wonder i wonder if it was an out for that first lip sync or something
2: I don't know. I mean it it's worth you know it's worth having the scripted conversation because this entire finale <laughs> was so was all produced. Everything about it was produced that like it, you know I was thinking about that if like they you know saying oh like I was wondering, you know, for example, was the audience seeing any kind of live footage whatever so that they could get genuine reactions and I thought they don't need to get genuine reactions. No. They just need to produce a TV show. Yeah. Like they don't need to maintain that authenticity. And so like once you remove that barrier, it's like, OK, well, what else do we what, what else do we want to create? You know, but
1: I feel like, you know, at, in past live finales, it's always like, hey, audience, don't spoil this for everybody. And it's always spoiled. So somebody must have been in that parking lot and said, yeah, they gave us bubbly, but we didn't watch much. Somebody I'm sure has they to all- have leaked that.
2: Well, they all signed NDAs, of course. I mean, I think that's part of it. But it's a lot of people, so.
0: Okay. I
1: I just feel like signing an NDA, you know, you never know who leaked it.
2: So you think that if it really was all that fake, that someone, one of those horn honkers would be like, girl, there was nothing on that screen. There was just some, you know, that person who gets the crowd riled up being like, all right, now pop those, you know, pop those popper things because the queen just, the winner just won, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, I know that
1: happened. I, I'm sure that happened. I will say, and the reason why I think there was a leak and why the audience knew about it, I was talking on the phone with a friend of mine last week. Yeah, before the reunion. Um, and they, they called that the final lip sync would be Simone and Candy. And I didn't believe him when he said, I don't know any spoilers. I just, I, I know he knew a spoiler and I, I, you know, at the moment I just chose to believe him. And then when it actually happened that it was Simone and Candy in the final two, I was like, Oh, he must have been spoiled. He must have. How could you call that?
2: I mean, there's only so many combinations, you know, like I, I mean, if you think about it, right, like I'm, you could be right, but if you think about it. It's like Simone has been the most likely to win since the since the promos came out, and so it's like it stands to reason Simone's probably going to be in the last lip sync. Like it's not going to come down to like Rose and Got Mick. Got Mick is not it's not a typical like live performer, and so it's kind of like okay, well you know chances are there's a chance Got Mick could be in the first lip sync, and you know a chance like there's very little chance that Gottmik is going to win their first lip sync, you know? Okay. Um, so, and I also kind of feel like, well, Candy's a really strong lip Um And there's, it, to me, there's almost that sense of like, you know, uh, Simone and Candy lip syncing once again against each other, you know? And, and mm-hmm. last time, you know, neither of them won, you know, or both of them stayed. And this time it's like, all right, you know, the rematch, okay. you know? Okay.
1: I just, they they weren't building that up
2: no but i feel like that was if you wanted to look at why is so and so in in this lip sync versus that why did it end up with candy versus simone if they could make that decision if you think about it those are the i i I think got mick is a very compelling narrative the whole season but the fact that got mick is not much of a live performer kind of creates less tension whereas we've been following this like you know, underdog Candy Muse story all season, and this front runner story all season. Then it makes perfect sense to have those two narratives meet in the final lip sync. Uh,
1: yes, yes, I yeah, to- totally. I have thoughts on this. I, y- you wonder why it's Candy and Rose, right? I think there are a lot of people out there that are wondering why it's Candy versus Rose. I will say and i think you told me this right before we started recording this like echoing of season nine um Mm -hmm. because it's like actually like peppermint was in the top two shouldn't that have been Shay in the top two right
0: right Um,
1: and i i don't know about season nine but i do know about this current season if it was got mick and i i don't know people might drag me for this i don't care if it was got mick versus simone in the final two Clearly, Simone would have won. Mm-hmm. It would have been way too skewed. It it yeah. just it, it you know what I mean, and and we got the you know many people like screenshotted uh, Simone versus Got making and they're like this is my final two, and it's like okay girl right we get it, and yeah, if they made this the final two, there wouldn't have been any suspense.
2: Right, exactly. And it's also, and it's the same issue with season nine and any of these other, you know, finales, you have to let go of everything that happened during the season. You know, Shay went home on the first lip sync and had the most wins from her season. So it's like, you know, whereas Peppermint only had one win and had, I think, maybe the most, like, times on the bottom, and she was in the top two lip sync. So, like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really matter. And I kind of feel like this was another perfect example of that is, like, here is Simone, who has never lost a lip sync, uh, has won four challenges, has been, you know, an icon all season. And here's Candy Muse, who's had her ups and downs, as we were remind, reminded earlier. And uh, it, like, you know, if we think about these two queens in the season, it's like, of course, Simone would win the lip sync. Of course, Simone would win the season between these two queens. Um, but to your point, it's a tighter lip sync between candy muse and Simone than candy muse and got Mick. agreed um yeah and and i mean that being said though i i think candy muse had bigger plans for that flag oh, then
1: we should talk about these lip syncs um yeah but let's let's get there let's build up there um do you mind if we build up consider
2: there? consider this just a little teaser of what's to come that sure there's going to be thoughts on the flag
1: um before we move on from the uh interviews i two moments between rupaul and simone when rupaul says rihanna
2: <laughs> well here's the thing i thought the same thing and then i saw something on twitter that someone showed a clip of of Rihanna, Rihanna saying, "Hey, hey guys, it's Rihanna." And it was her saying her name as Rihanna. Oh, so I thought my
1: God. she was correcting you know,
2: Simone. <laughs> she was correcting Simone.
1: That's even better. Um, but I yeah. did love the the nuance of when Simone's mom or grandma says, like, "Oh, we're rooting for you on RuPaul." And oh then yeah, they're the both
2: RuPaul points it yeah, out. Yeah,
1: on, on RuPaul. Oh, RuPaul. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's people who call it drag race and there's people who call it RuPaul. Yeah, straight yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, um we but, also yes, go ahead. we also see Rose's extroverted brother again. He's oh. a lot. He's a handful. He's very cute, but it's just like you are you are a textbook extrovert.
1: Well, he knows that he's going to be popular because of this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. He knows his audience. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love it. Um, talk to me about Friends, Mary. Oh man, the okay. parking lot during Friends for me is when I was like, I wish I could fast forward.
2: Oh, what there was one like close up of like, uh, you know, one friend hugging another one, and they were weaving side to side, and I was yes. like, "Fuck you, Alyssa!" You know, I yeah. just went there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Friends performance, I I appreciate. Appreciate the intention it was a train wreck mama I'm sorry I tried to find the good it was a train wreck I think that was a poor song choice it was too chaotic the the lip syncing out of drag was very uncomfortable that was 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 very hard but I
1: did love the final moments when the four of them are kind of competing with the different overlapping lines like I thought that was
2: great Um, It felt so messy to me. I normally love that stuff, but, oh, God, it just seemed like some of the overlapping voices were louder than others. It just, oh, God. Like, I I honestly, versus saying it was awful, I have to say it was Drag Race at its most surreal. Mm. Even within this very surreal episode, the Friends performance is now peak surreal Drag Race. It only competes with season five, Coco Trees getting her life on that bus while they're waving at a green screen with celebrities totally, like totally it is, is a yes. variation of that level of surreal.
1: Well, and that's why I think it will be somewhat Lee Dawson memeable. Is like you oh, can yeah. always cut to the four of them in the audience in boy drag, yep, you know, watching whatever, you know, and it could be like a train wreck, and they're just smiling and like weird. I mean, if you if you zone in on Rose, I feel like Rose, Rose knows this is awful. And you can yes. tell. And that's that Hunger Games moment as well.
2: Yeah, that is like the theater kid in the moment being like, okay, I know this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I do, and I know that this isn't working. Mm. And Simone was like, I know this isn't working, and I'm going to give it all I've got. Sure. That's what I'm here to do. Got Mick was like, get me out of here. Got <laughs> Mick was so uncomfortable. It was so clear this was not Got Mick's gig. Ugh. And, uh, and, and candy, candy. <laughs> we also uh, had candy we
1: also had candy so okay britney songs by the way we never got stronger by britney spears right with the scissors um just wanted to. oh that's
0: true that's you know, that's a good point yeah interesting
1: so the first one is work bitch i just have to say i wonder what would happen if simone got work bitch it's just mm, interesting I'm, to me that yeah. she did not get work, bitch. I would have liked to have seen it, um, I, and I know that the choices aren't necessarily rigged, but who knows? Uh, and I, I just think like it's just very interesting that Simone in particular did not get work, bitch. Um, I and if I'm gonna just talk broadly about this lip sync, I thought it was a fine lip sync, um, and it didn't pop the way it should have. For me, I want to see and Mary's echo this far and wide. I think this would be a great Bob versus Monet lip sync. I'd pay money to see
2: Ooh, it. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I would love to see that. I, I yes, I could see the two, the two of them. Of them. Oh, really just like yes. I that's yes. I would love that. This was it was fine. It didn't, you know, we want these finale lip syncs to have those moments and you know, it like Sasha Velour set the bar so fucking high I with know. the rose reveal. I know. Like it really is. It endures as just. I, I continue to be Aja in the audience of the season nine finale, <laughs> that when when she turns and goes, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's. One of the best nuances of the entire series is Aja reacting to <sighs> Sasha doing the Rose reveal. Well, cause it's, it
1: could also be epically terrible, like the butterflies, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, and I feel like I, th- there's epically terrible, there's epically great. And then there's just like, uh, you tried. Oh, you try. Okay. I don't, you know, like I, I do think, you know, the reveals have become requisite. I think, candy's was certainly more successful than rose's mm-hmm. um i was like oh, okay great
1: yeah i mean if you i'm took, gonna
2: go ahead you took your you took your pants off and your jacket off and now you have this now you have this bodysuit and i feel like it's 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 got this kind of like you know that fabric where if you if you wave your hand over it it kind of like changes color because like you're moving it to one side or the other that like the sort of felty kind of quality like i just wanted yeah. to wave my hand over it and see <laughs> if it would be a different color
1: Okay, so I'm going to break this lip sync down for a second. I, moment number one, Rosé saying, you want a Maserati with the neck? I thought was really funny. You want a Maserati? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, she, she does this uh, like neck back and forth thing.
2: Oh, yeah, I can. Uh, yes, yes, I can see that. Rosé Rose was giving a lot of neck and face, certainly.
1: And then Candy does, Uh, I don't know. She has this, you want to live fancy. It's... Reminds me of this madam walking around, kind of like Mama mm-hmm. Morton from Chicago, and I love that mm-hmm. energy. And then Candy starts these like glow stick arms, and it was like she was one of those wind chimes that moves up and down in the wind. And, you know, oh, I geez. was <laughs> just like, oops. And then Rosé had that reveal of that ugly-ass jumpsuit that didn't know what color it was, nor where her crotch was. If, if I could just read it for a second.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, I just want to, I just want to wave my hand on it. I mm-hmm. just, I just want to touch it, you know, in a consensual way. I, yeah. Uh,
1: I have to be honest. I I I, I love Rosé. I've, I've been championing Rosé for most of these podcasts. Like, just like, oh, Rosé, I know you're fucking phenomenal. This didn't work. It didn't work, especially next to Candy's. And, you know, because Candy, her reveal was like a pop, pop, pop into color. And, you know it was it was a bodysuit but it, it had this it had a nice effect
2: oh yeah no I I actually I think Candy's reveal was really cool yeah. and, um, and and it looked great on her she looked good like I was like yeah candy this is this is a good this is a good moment for you uh, and she 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 did like I feel like when the first time I watched this lip sync, I was like oh yeah Rose just like doesn't stop like she's really like not missing a moment. But Candy let there be some build up, And I mm-hmm. think on second watch, I was like, oh, slowing it down at that one part towards the end. And then, you know, launching with the beat drop. I was like, okay, that was a good idea. That was yes. actually way more effective. Yeah.
1: And then ending with, I mean, the back bend won it, Mary.
2: That one at the end on the yes. floor? Yes. Yeah. I mean, she, because at that point it was like, she was, it was like watching a track meet. And she, she had rounded the curve already right. before Rosé had even gotten there, you right. know? Right.
1: Um, it was a very interesting moment where they both kind of missed a big hit towards the end. Both of them did. Candy did a kick, but like RuPaul mm-hmm. did this like, oh, 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 laugh anyway. And I thought that was just interesting. Cause I was like, they both didn't really do anything.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like that's one of those moments where it's like, oh, this should be like, this should be where you do your thing. Like this is where, you know, yeah. uh, like if, if Simone was going to, you know, have her, uh, her little helicopter hair exploded. That that would be the moment, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So in in my mind, Candy definitely won. Uh, like definitely by many lengths. Um, and I'm you know so I'm glad about that. And it was a fine lip sync. I think other people could have made this pop more.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think to kind of go back to the question of why was it Candy and Rose? It was to get to knock Rosé out of the finale. Mm-hmm, like right. Rosé was not, was not intended to win long before this finale was even filmed. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, it was kind of a guarantee that Candy was probably going to send Rosé home or they could justify Candy sending Rosé home. Like where if it's, it was, if it was Rosé and got Mick, Rosé could have won.
1: Yeah. Rosé could have won. And I, if we're going to talk about the rigor Morris of it all, I don't think there's any world where, Candy is gonna beat Simone. I, I again, I think anybody against Simone, the only person that I think could win is Rose. I've said that before, and I'm sticking to mm. it. Candy is a great lip syncer, but versus Simone, well, I have thought. Oh, I'll save that. I'll save that because man, okay. it was oof, it was close. Uh, okay, so give me more. Give me more.
2: Yeah. So, um, uh, go ahead. Simone and Mick. Yeah. Um, I mean. This was another one where it was just like Simone. I mean, if we're gonna talk about a track meet, like Simone was lapping Got Mick by yeah, the end.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Simone's reveals got it right. Where you know the first reveal was Got Mick, and it was too early. And then Got Mick revealed, or excuse me, Simone revealed on "Gimme More," and she took off more.
2: Yeah, which made sense. Yes, yeah. Right and and it was like a, then a new energy and she was then able to use that hair to do new things in the lip sync yes. you know like i feel like that was one of the challenges with this song is like it doesn't really go in a lot of new places you know like right. you 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 got to kind of find new new places to go in this song and i think by having the hair reveal, then she could do hairography towards the end, you know? Yes.
1: Yeah. So, she's, she takes off the track suit. Well, first she starts as like this Lakers dude, then we get Grace mm-hmm. Jones, and then we get a Lakers cheerleader. And I'm kind of like, each time the three looks worked and each reveal made sense with the song. Oh, she's yeah. so smart.
2: And it's like a character, like it's a narrative. Like she's yeah. doing a reveal that's now giving you a new, you know, a new variation on Simone. And there's like, Again, it's all, like, consistent with her drag, you Mm. know? It's like, well, now, yeah, now I'm Grace Jones. Now I'm a Lakers cheerleader. Like, I just love that she's – there is a specificity to each of these reveals versus got mixed where it was like, and now I'm going to take this off, you know? Yeah, right, Um,
1: right. Now I'm going to do a split and do a crotch bounce, yeah.
2: Right, right. It just, you know, um, yeah, it was, I mean – it's hard to beat Simone anyway, but I think Got Mick of the of all of those queens was the least likely to beat Simone in ellipsing.
1: Yeah, and granted, and I know it makes many of the fandom kind of hate this format because you know there's clearly a difference here, but many people want Mick to win, right? They're fine with Simone winning, which I think is an interesting thing that like everybody is basically fine. Nobody's that upset about Simone winning, right right. Um, yeah. You but can't really argue
2: with it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, and you know, so that's that's all I have to say about that. I think, um, Simone landed the plane gracefully at the end, but Gottmik looked like she was kind of panicked because she was riding on the floor and she needed to get up in time.
2: Yeah, I, I, I could, you could feel the panic. You could feel like Gottmik, kind of knowing, like, oh God, I am trying and, to keep up with yeah. this, you know this puma you know (laughs) um so i mean you know she had a good show and got mick is incredible and looked incredible and had that great moment you know before she she sashayed away so yeah Yeah. um you know she's a lot to be proud of
1: so i feel like the biggest win of the night the one that i was like oh yeah and i was gagged by so happy that Lala we, Lala re won. Oh my God,
2: same. That I was like, oh, I did not for some reason did not see that coming. I was like, okay, you know, and, and I wasn't upset about it, but I thought, okay, it's gonna be Olivia. It's kind of expected. Yeah. And So when it was Lala, I was like, oh yeah, oh the recognition. Thank you. Yeah, she was great. Thank yeah. you Yes yeah. Agreed The yeah. recognition And right. and I love I love that now In the canon of Miss Congenialities <gasps> Lala's in there I, I just know. make Oh it makes me feel so good
1: She's preserved You know Like yeah. there's this like Yeah Lala You got it girl
2: I love You're Lala. not just known For that terrible bag look But you know Own that too Well own that um, too Yeah Right. Yeah, but it does make me want to go back and, you know, sometime later, rewatch season 13 and, like, keep an eye on Lala. Like, I love mm. to see a Miss Congeniality in action, you know?
1: Oh, for, sure, sure. And, yeah, that moment, the bag the bag week was just not her
2: moment. She just kind of yeah. panicked, you know? But um, she won a lip sync in it, she, so I'll give her a She did.
1: That. She did win that lip sync, and she won mm-hmm. Miss Congeniality, which, yeah. you know, do re mi, Miss Congeniality. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Miss Moneybags. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So Simone versus Candy till the world ends. Uh, Mary, I I know this goes against everything that I've been saying all episode, but like there is a world where Candy wins this lip sync.
2: Disagree? I do disagree. Okay. I okay. like, well, no, well, I mean, not like when it, at first I thought, oh, I wonder if that's going to happen. So I'll, I'll, I'd love to know more. Talk me through your logic on that.
1: Well, first of all, her reveal with the glasses was fierce. If There was the Selena Thiki quality to mm-hmm. this look, right? Mm-hmm. Beady, beady. Um, I thought Candy was winning throughout the first chorus. Like, there was this energy there, this lispy smile that I just fucking loved. Um, unfortunately, she pulled out an unsteamed Dominican flag. And for me, I could not stop looking at the creases. Yeah.
2: Please welcome to the stage, unsteamed Dominican flag.
1: <laughs> but if I if I were to just kind of keep Punta going... Canta
2: <laughs> I to canta even. Is that um, a Dominican? Yeah, it is. Thank God.
1: <laughs> but uh I just I think Candy had more freedom because Simone was really held down by that wig. She couldn't do as mm. much. Whereas Candy had this like wild Freedom, this glory, this joy, that I thought was I thought was there. Like I I was feeling it, and I can pull the the same kind of explanation for why Simone won. I just think it's interesting that, you in know, in in a sideways flashback or flash sideways, Simone lost to Candy Muse in this lip sync.
2: I mean, I think if if Candy. I do really think that something went wrong with the flag. I felt like she lost her grip on it. If she never had a grip on it, I don't know. Um, the bangs were not doing her any favors because oh, you couldn't okay. see her eyes. Whereas Simone, I mean, Simone had those moments that hand acting, that like shaky oh, hand, that, the shaky that, hand, <laughs> the shaky hand, like that. Like, did she? I. I the, the the hair reveal was amazing, but where she really won it for me was like the second shaky hand. Mm-hmm. She was – because she was giving so much face and so much emotion and was like fully feeling the song. And I thought, wow, this is like oh, – Her hips this were not This is a not good lying. lip sync. Yeah. Her yeah. hips were
1: absolutely not lying. You know, I love another smart reveal. On the line, you notice what I'm wearing. You notice what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. She opens the jacket on that beat and reveals that yellow fringe and sun rays coming from uh the inside of the jacket. A great reveal. And then while Candy has the obvious choice for her Dominican flag reveal, Simone waits a measure for the pop
0: to yeah. push out
1: that mobile thing from her head. I just got to say, it was a great reveal. It should have been much bigger.
2: There should have been confetti in there. Like yeah. I needed like yeah. You know, I um What was I going to say? I, oh my gosh, I totally blanked. Oh no, I got it now, sorry. I want to believe that that first reveal of the dress was a bit of an homage to got Mick's flasher look. Mm. Like there was a, there was a similar moment of that, Mm -hmm. uh, that RuPaul loved so much that I just, I wanted it to be an homage, not stealing, but just an homage. Sure. But uh, yeah, I, when the hair, you know, when, when the, the, Whenever that was popped out, when the drone came out of her hair, I was like, oh, shit, look at that. But it's like a hair reveal is cool, but it doesn't win a lip sync. And that's why I feel like if it was just that, I'd be like, oh, you're kind of like, give me more, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the fact that she, like, you know, di- she could settle into the hand acting and she could find a place to go with the song uh, and and give us a little bit of, you know, the Ritz this will be where it's like mm. no tricks no stunts mm-hmm. just fully embody the song It was like there it is there you go that's that's how you win in lip sync and Candy I just I felt a little detached to me I almost felt like once the flag thing didn't happen Candy was just like uh, there was a bit of a scramble there
1: I see so you think something different should have happened I guess I needed to watch that a little bit closer
2: um, I feel like some, Candy thought something I Candy had a different idea of how this was all going to go I and I see. think if I think there was a world where it could have been really cool. I mean, uh, but I don't know. It's still hard to compete with, you know, a helicopter. So Yeah,
1: helicopter and Simone and her face. Uh, this win is so well-deserved. I think they really needed to get it right this time. If we see all of the connections with season nine... If Simone didn't win at this moment, it would have been Shay not winning all over again, right? If you're going to go to that place. And Simone Mm -hmm. totally deserved this win. It was Simone's drag race, as CJ says. And it's like, here we are. Finally, we have her reign. It's almost like this catharsis where it's like, oh, okay, good. It's calm. It's not the chaos of Candy winning, which also would have made sense to me um, and would have been really exciting. But by Simone winning, there's this calm.
2: Yes, and n- not only the calm of, like, okay, you know, like the right person won or, or you know, a winner we can all agree on, but I just kept thinking, like, how hard Simone had to work to get to this point. Like, there were so many runways and so many lip syncs mm-hmm. and, like, so many, you know, like, the challenges of filming. Like, I I just, for some, and I know all, this, all the seasons, the queens work really hard, but for some, maybe just because the season felt so long, I just thought, God, like, to that last lip sync it's like jesus how do you have anything left in the tank like sure. you have had to, we've we've now seen you lip sync like seven or eight times you know like how many runway looks did you have to put together from you know your promo look to your entrance look on uh. you know to all of the looks you had to bring to this this ball it's like it's a i mean all of them had to do this much work but i just thought wow like it is a huge accomplishment uh to win season 13 because it was just a lot of work
1: and just such a goose i mean reggie is such a oh, little i goose. know you just want
2: to hug so, him <laughs> yeah I, I i agree i think simone/reggie slash I, I i i don't think this will fade in time i think is one of the the strongest winners and one of like the best winner stories they've had like just it's a great like, incredible yeah. you know just like an incredible story a great person outside of drag like lovable charismatic um smart you know forward thinking about their drag like just it all makes perfect sense to me that Simone won
1: and that's that that is the finale congrats to Simone send love not hate um you know I think it also gives the opportunity for Gottmik to keep competing uh or and keep Mm -hmm. appearing you know in many ways um, same with candy. Like I could totally see Simone and candy on an all-star season. I know that Rose will be cast because of the fandom and the, the mm. Rosalie of it all. Rosanali. and um, but, but I, you know, like they, they, they got a winner with candy in terms of reality and kind of like a second chance. And then the same with got Mick, got Mick said it on the show. He was like, yeah, yeah. I want to keep doing challenges.
2: <laughs> right. Oh no, they would be fools to not have candy. And got Mick on an all-star season, especially Candy. I mean, it's just like, you know. Uh, she's back. Yeah. she's yeah, yeah. She's great TV.
1: She's back. And RuPaul will remember this time, you know.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Candy, I remember you.
1: <laughs> I remember you. Jada, uh, or uh, what's your face? Uh, oh, man. Now I messed it up. Jada sent you home.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Oh, I remember you, Candy. Didn't. Didn't you? Uh, didn't you hurt your ankle at some point? Oh, wasn't you? Oh, who hurt their ankle?
1: <laughs> oh, Eureka! Oh, Eureka!
2: Oh, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and if this uh, completely delusional moment of just you know uh, <laughs> just free associating is any indication, we have finished season thirteen. Another one in the can.
1: That's right. That's right. We are. 50 years old like Sally O'Malley and we're going to end and I'm going to yeah. tell you why we're going to end um, Mary's if you have any thoughts on the finale please reach out to us at All right Mary on Twitter or you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or TastyReality.com slash Alright-Mary if you want you can find me on Instagram at JohnnyAlso or on Twitter at JohnnyAlso1
2: and, of course, you can hear more of me on my other podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And, of course, you can get more of both of us, including our recaps of Drag Race Down Under starting next weekend, uh, and so much more. You just go to patreon.com slash Mary.
1: Thanks, Mary. What is our... Last Chance Lip Sync for the last episode of season 13 Discussions
2: Well I think it is only appropriate given uh, given Simone's win uh, in honor of Simone and the performance I would love to see Simone perform to uh, see her do is uh, Sea Line Woman by Nina Simone.
1: Love it Alright Nina take us away
2: Tot zines
0: sea lion she drink coffee she drink tea and then go home sea lion woman sea lion woman dressed in green wear silk stockings with golden seams sea lion woman sea lion woman dressed in red make a man lose his head Sea Lion Woman, Sea Lion Woman Black dress on for a thousand dollars She weighed and she moan, Sea Lion Woman Wiggle, wiggle, curl like a cat Wink at a man and he wink back Now I'm tired C-line Woman